Joining us now, he, I call him the Swiss Army Knife, man. He's done a little bit of everything. Everything. Uh, radio, TV, uh, industry work. Now he's got a book out. Craig Kahn joins us. Craig, welcome into the golf shop. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, good to be man. with you. Thanks Thank for you, having Craig. me. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. I, I don't know if that thanks thing is, is a good thing or, or not, uh, but, you know, um, jack of all trades, master of none. I try to, I try to, try to leave a mark in some of those spots. Well, yeah, definitely. Of course, you know we we uh, we have to make a little fun because in the in the I love it. The title of the it. book can you can you get our attention? Stand out the story, the company, the brand, the you. We we always make fun in the show because we call Bryson DeChambeau the brand uh, after his uh, comment that you're ruining my brand that when he was yelling at the uh, cameraman that time. So so I don't know. This book is not about him, right? We, we always say the brand, and we just wonder if our listeners know what we're talking about, Craig. <laughs> uh, I hear you. I hear you. Well, I, I appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk about the sure. book. Uh, yeah. it, it was something that's been on my mind for a long time. And uh, I, I signed a deal to do it back uh, in January of 2019. It took me two years before it was actually released. Um, it's a process that, uh, you know, is a lot of fun to go through. You learn a lot about yourself. Um, I put it all out there. Uh, a lot of what I teach, a lot of what I preach when I do my, my speaking engagements and my workshops, leadership workshops for corporations, um, around the country and, uh, and my consulting with clients, you know, I, I talk a lot about the brand of presenting the best of you. I mean, we live in a, a society today where, uh, whether you have a radio show like you guys do, or I do on Sirius XM or, or you're leading workshops, you've yeah. got to find a way to be unique and different to get people's attention. And, uh, and it's, it's tough because everybody's got a message. Everybody's saying stuff and you've got to be the one that, um, you know, that, that holds them and leaves them with some sort of, uh, something that's impactful that, sends them on the way to uh, to talk about you. Craig, do you do you think that becoming a standout um, has a lot to do, I, I would think, anyway, with personality, and, and it's personality-driven. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I've, I've been able to, you know, I'm not saying this to brag on myself or anything, but I've always been able right, go to. Ahead. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Just to get good jobs and to, you know, I mean, I've never had a problem with people, and I think I think that's a big, big positive in what you're talking about here. Well, first off, communication is the number one most important skill uh, yeah. that anybody can have. You know, um, Dale Carnegie had a uh, you know a, a statistic that eighty five percent of our success is based on our ability to successfully and uh, you know make a difference through communication. Fifteen yeah. percent uh, of our financial success is based upon our trade or or the knowledge that okay. we have from school. So you know, to to what you said about you know, never having a problem talking to people. Uh, that is true. That is true. But at the same time, if, if I interview five people for a job, which I've done when I was a, an executive at the LPGA, and yeah. everybody says I'm a people person, mm -hmm. well, that's like, uh, I, I like to say that that's ibuprofen. And I need somebody that's going to bring me a brand of Advil. I need you to stand out. I yeah. need you to separate gotcha. yourself from everybody else. Mm -hmm. You can't just say I'm a people person. I give 110%. Um, or if you're a company, you can't just say our culture's great because yeah. every company is going to try to say that. It's too, You've got to find vanilla, a way yeah. to set yourself apart. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what's always interesting is that you know you have to challenge, you have to push, and uh, and that's what creates the success. I mean. Uh, you know, you get up there, you do presentations, you, you, you know, I always tell people that, uh, you know, you can bring your PowerPoint along with you and your slides or whatever, <laughs> Boring. but you know, y you are the presentation, that's not what's it. up on the screen. That's and it. and I think that's where people really fail to understand that sometimes is that they're trying to communicate too much in words and in writing when, you know, it's, it's about you and paying attention to you. 
No question about it. We live in this virtual world now as yeah, well. And I've sure. done a bunch of virtual keynotes and workshops. And, um, you know, if, if I'm doing a keynote and I've got a slide up there, I can, go, I can have it up there for a minute. All right. If I'm up there for 45 minutes or an hour. But when you're doing it virtually, it's it's 30 seconds. Yeah. And you got to keep things moving. And you should not have more than 25 words on a slide. It distracts. It distracts from you as a presenter. Right. And at the end of the day, you want them walking around talking about you and what you delivered. And, um, you know, whenever I do a presentation or a talk or a workshop, I always start with outcome first. And that's what I talk about a lot in the book, um, the importance of, of thinking about what your audience needs, what they want from you, and how you can get them to go say something positive about the experience that they were just a part of. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I, I, I do this all the time. I do not give talks. I do not give keynotes. I give experiences. That's what I try to do. And so in the book, you know, I, I you, you guys mentioned it, can you get our attention? And it's about brand. It's about storytelling as well. And I, I use communication. I use uh, presentation skills, media coaching, media uh, training, all the different things, um, media relations, social media, all the things that I've, that I've worked on or, you know, can say that I had a hand in in my career, that's all in the book, everything that I teach, all my experiences. But if I'm going to promote storytelling as a great way to, to promote you or your company, then I felt like I needed to share my own story. So my journey, my career journey is in that book as well, from start to finish uh, to where I am today. And I hope that, that the audience, um, in buying this thing on Amazon or through my website, can uh, can actually go, you know what, I can relate to that. And I, I can... I can find a couple of uh, nuggets that I can put into play immediately to try to present the best of themselves in a, in a world today where uh, jobs are scarce and, and we need to find a way to really make a difference. Again, talking with Craig Kant and uh, done a lot in the career. And one of those things was uh, lead communications executive for the LPGA Tour. What was the biggest challenge on the LPGA Tour side? I mean, we know... We know men's sports kind of, you know, gets gets all the sponsorship dollars and gets yeah, all the TV yeah. and the and uh, you know a lot of women's sports LPGA specifically, you know, they're kind of behind the eight ball from that standpoint. What was the biggest challenge in trying to maybe flip the script on that? Uh, confidence would be one thing, yeah. and um, and and getting people outside the organization to believe in what was going on inside the organization. Mm. Um, I always felt like the LPGA players were the best ambassadors of their brand in all of professional sports. Um, if you go to an LPGA event, you meet the players that are out there on that tour. They're amazing. Yep. Now, the challenge was, what is our message? What is our story? And how can we get people to buy into it? In other words, um, you guys are great. We just don't have a mountain tall enough to shout about all the great things we do yep. or a stage big enough to shout about all the things we do. And once we get that, and that's what we worked on, building awareness, building a bigger stage or platform, um, what are we going to say? And, and um, you know, I, I told a lot of players, you shoot 66 and go into the media center, nobody cares, to be honest. Um, I want to know why they're going to care about you, the person. In other words, <clears throat> there's a T-sheet of 155 players. Why am I going to invest 30 minutes with my family to go out there and follow you for 30 minutes? Right. Why? You know, what is it about you that's going to leave me with an impact and make me go tell somebody else, you should have gone to that LPGA event. You should have gone and followed Brittany Lincecum or, or you know, Inby Park or Lydia Co. whatever it is. And that's the challenge, is getting people to find the significance um, within the organization. And we were able to do that. There's no question. We went from 24 events to 34 in five years. 
And uh, we were all very proud of that. Had a dynamic uh, leadership team that really worked hard on it and, and players who bought in to be real influencers, not just athletes. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and I, I haven't had as much direct, um, you know, with the LPGA. We've done more because we have Symmetra Tour in this area. Sure. And, and yeah. it's it's the same. I mean, it's the same way. Yeah. I mean, they are the, the greatest. They are the most uh, the most fun to play with. And uh, it's awesome to get out there and play in the pro And they're all approachable. They are all approachable. Very, I got I got to give them that. Yeah. Do we, do we lose them? No, I'm here. Nope, oh, there he is. Okay. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it sounded like we we lost you there for a second. No, 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 no. I'm here. I thought you guys were talking. Um, you guys, you guys hit on it. I mean, uh, being approachable, and that that goes across everything, though. You know, if I'm on the stage, or if I'm if I'm doing one of my leadership workshops for Accenture, Transamerica, or mm-hmm. Diamond Resorts, or whatever, I want those 20 people in the room to feel like they have connected with me. Mm-hmm. Because the the one thing that I talk about a lot in the book, can you get our attention? Is the ability to connect with your audience. It's important. We don't buy brands first. We buy people first. And through people, right, you guys talked about relationships earlier or, or having a great ability to communicate with people. Through that connection, then we build trust, transparency, and we'll say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to what they're saying. I'm going to do what they're saying. I'm going to go tell other people about what they're saying. So I had, I had a, a uh, college professor who I talk about in the book, uh, named Ken Collins, who always used to say um, to all of us that wanted to be in TV, you can't preach to anybody unless you can first get them into the church. And that's the challenge, mm-hmm. you know, for you guys doing a show, me doing a show. Can we get people to, to come on board and then enjoy what we're doing enough to stick around so they can hear what our message is? That's the goal. Mm. Yeah, and it's always interesting, uh, you know. And you were one of the, also one of the uh, kind of the original uh, Golf Channel anchors, and um, <laughs> yeah, one of the original six. Yeah, is isn't it interesting? Um, you know how things progressed there. I mean, you, you started out, and then you went to a bigger studio, and now everything's up in Connecticut. Yeah, huh, and I just don't get that. Everybody's get everybody's cold now. Well, you know something. Um, I left in 2011. Uh, the Golf Channel, uh, I would not be where I am today if not for my 18 years at the Golf Channel. Right. I'm forever grateful. Um, and this week is the Arnold Palmer Invitational, mm-hmm. and, and we celebrate the king, and he's the one that gave me that opportunity. But um, it's not the same place. No. It's it's different. It's corporate. Um, it's, it's not uh, the family-oriented place. And that doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's different. And um, it, it's run by different people. It's, it's run more um, like a corporation. I mean, we used to take great pride in the fact that we felt like we were golf's channel. Right. And by that, I meant that we connected with it. And it came fan. across that way, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, we tried. I mean, that, that, was, that was the whole thing. I'm not sitting here throwing shade at the golf channel. I mean, I, no, I, I, know. I still watch it. I, I got to prepare like everybody else for my radio shows on SiriusXM. Um, and, and I wrote a whole chapter on the Golf Channel. I could have written a book on the Golf sure. Channel, but it, there's a chapter in the book um, on Golf Channel and, um, and my experiences and, and all of that stuff. But it is a different place. And, uh, you know, what you guys are saying is, is not the first time that's been said. To right, me. sure. I'm surprised so many people went up to Connecticut, <laughs> to be honest yeah, with you. Well, I mean, not, as many, not as many as you would think. I know. Uh, is that right? Uh, yeah. There weren't that many opportunities for a lot of people, and sure. a lot of people were let go, and, and that had spent a lot of time in, in Florida, in Orlando, at the at the hub. I always wonder if, if the king had not passed on, um, God rest his soul, oh, would, would 
that place have left Orlando? My gut tells me no. Um, but I do understand. I mean, I do understand that at television, media, you guys know this, it's very different than what it once was. Oh, gosh, yeah. You know, we're in a completely different situation. And every network, be it CBS Sports Network or ESPN, they want everything under the mothership, under their hub. And so NBC Sports Headquarters is up there. Golf Channel's a part of it. That's where they're going to bring it. Right. And, uh, and I do get that. So um, it, it's just it's tough to accept sometimes that things are different. Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, great. It was a great experience, and it, it, it kind of gave you the stepping stone. And it's, uh, it, you know, I mean, I, I think a lot of places have run into that where, you know, we had this boom where everybody got really, really big, and now, you know, when you had uh, things were starting to go backwards a little bit, then you have a pandemic, and everything's got. I mean, the yeah. fact that NB, you know, obviously Golf Channel moved, and there's some, you know, cuts and whatnot there, but I mean, NBC Sports Channel going away at the end of this year. Yeah, I mean, right. that says a I'm lot. Shocked. Too. I'm shocked. Yeah. And I'm a hockey fan. You know? oh, yes. I mean, it's just crazy, guys. It is. And it's uh, it's going to be uh, – I'm hearing ESPN's getting hockey back, and I was never a f- huge fan of ESPN and hockey because I felt that they pushed themselves too thin between baseball and basketball and college and this, that, and the other thing. So I like the fact – I always thought NBC did a great job mm-hmm. with hockey, and we got just enough of it, and they did it the right way. We'll be see if it's interesting to see who gets it next. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, you know, radio has gotten bigger. Um, every game's on television now. And it, it kind of goes back to what I said, you know, when I was at the LPGA and I, I traveled a lot at, at the very beginning to a bunch of, of the events and, and met with the tournament directors. And I would, I would challenge them to say, look, we have to find a way to have your event be not just another tournament on the schedule. Mm-hmm. We have to create a happening. We have to create um, a first impression for fans that walk in and a last impression when they walk out. You know, I, I, I've said this many times. I, I firmly believe that golf um, has it backwards at every club and course around the country. Um, instead of having a starter on the first tee, they need a closer on the 18th tee to say thank <laughs> last you for impression. money, yep. to say, hey, go tell somebody else, to give them a card that says here's a free foursome, you're our random you know, uh, person of the day, whatever it is. That's what we have to do, guys. I mean, when I do my talks, and, and, and this is in the book as well, I talk about three H's. Hook them, hold them, and then you'll have them. Yeah. And, and it's really important to think about that with your audience. People matter, and you've got to take care of them. You really do. Yeah. Well, Craig, we appreciate the time this morning. Remind everybody about uh, the name of the book and where to get it. Well, it's called Can You Get Our Attention? Um, and it focuses on the brand. It focuses on presenting the best of yourself and uh, there's no better time than the society that we're living in right now um, with some of the challenges we're all facing uh, i share my story you can get it straight through amazon um, and and buy it there or you can go to my website at canadvisory.com k-a-n-n advisory.com you can press one of two buttons you can press a button to get it straight from amazon or you can get one that's signed and personalized direct from awesome. me and i handle the shipping and send it out to you all right well thanks a lot my man have a good one thank you craig hey thank you i really appreciate you guys uh happy to join anytime and, and uh, you all have a wonderful rest of the weekend thank you thanks craig. a lot